Good evening, everybody, or good morning, depending on when you're listening to this. You are listening to Only Florida, and I am Paige. Hi. So this is our debut episode. If you listen to our introduction episode, I do want to thank you. And um, sorry it's taken us so long to get um, our very first episode up and running. Some stuff's changed. What's going on, Brooke? I bet. I bet. I'm lucky enough to be working from the same company from home, but home. So I don't have that hour-long commute. And I'll be honest with everybody. We might as well just be completely honest here. Brooke and I live together. No. No, she has her room. I have mine. We're good. Separate their space. We're good. We're good. Yep. So just for total transparency. But we do record in separate rooms. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's driving into the office like a grown-up. <laughs> Not the kind of grown-up you want to be. Yeah, I would like that too. Um, my whole foray into the dating has not been the best. Um, yeah, so I went on Hinge. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, well... No, ma'am. It sure is not. No, no, it's still there. It's still kicking around. A lot of um, people liking pictures. Okay, they like the ones with the Snapchat filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, it's a good picture. Like the 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 ones that I posted are great. I'm looking on point. But, you know, it's just like elementary school when or middle school. Sorry, I developed early. So um, when they would snap your bra. <clears throat> so they're like, so they're all, I like you. And I'm like, great. You can say hi. I'm not going to make the first move. Yeah, so um, I was talking to one guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so we're just going to call him Bob, right? Um, he, he works for the same company we worked for, work for, excuse me, and Oh, drastically different position. He's more in um, a people mover role. And, you know, he's got some quirks. Um, yeah. But, like, nothing that was like, oh, my God, leaving me clutching my pearls or anything here. You know, it's just, well, yeah, of course, red flags. Significant red flags. 20-some-year-old red flags. And, because I really don't want to go into, like, specifics of of it. But, you know, um, no, it's just, it's, you know, when you can't get over someone after 20-some years and you can't move on, significant red flag. And... Right? Uh-huh. No. I'll kill a man. I will be on our podcast because I killed a man. I will be Florida woman. Like, first of all, you don't shit. You don't shit on my wanting a big house. That's my thing. I was... I been poor my entire life. I want a big house, damn it. I just want a big house. You don't shit on my dogs. I will cut you. Yeah, because I never see my life without having a dog in it. Never. I'll be, except I'll be 80 years old. I'm going to have a dog. Get over it. Mm. Yeah, I get it, but still. Dude wasn't even all that old. Acting like he's 90. Psht.
Oh, my kids? Yeah. Enough said. You don't, you don't talk about my family. Your family might not be much to you, but you don't talk about mine. So, yeah, it's been fun. Trying to meet people has been a blast. Mmm. Okay. That was a hot dumpster fire, too. Hot! It was... <sighs> wow. To all the men out there, if you have children, please pay child support. At the bare minimum. Mm-mm. And I'm a single mother. Not by choice. By circumstance. Yes. But my kids are older. They're like high teens and a 20-some-year-old. So, no, it doesn't. But it's just like, pay your child support, men. Women, if you are don't have custody of your children, please pay child support. Fair minimum. Um, One more thing. If you have unfinished tattoos, don't try and date your tattoo artist. You will be left with unfinished tattoos. I know, he did such good work. Right? Just don't catch COVID, go batshit crazy, and then leave people hanging. Just going to say that. My dating, though, sucks. Sucks. It's okay. It Our other sister? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. The jury's out on that one. <laughs> yeah you're just you're the booty whisperer it's fine it's fine yeah no I do agree with her I I do agree about our other siblings our sisters um beau <laughs> that's just yeah. Her pickers broke. All right. So, what are you drinking tonight? Sweet. Is it Winking Owl Moscato from from our new favorite store? Aldi. Oh, we love it. So far, I've been a winner. Best spaghetti sauce. The Porlaton.
you do the walk of shame. And you do the walk of shame with it. Mm -hmm. Oh, to die for. hours later God. Yeah, I, I had a, a plastic wedgie. It was horrific. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that thing was heavy as hell. It was heavy. It... Sturdy? Yeah, I became intimate with that bike seat. Sorry. Sorry, Brooke. Um that bike seat and I violated each other. Oh, in a hot minute. I might be dating the poor Laton soon. Ooh. Yeah. No. Yeah, I like every other one. <sighs> All right. Could, could be worse. Could still be in that southwestern state dealing with that southwestern man. Men. It killed my lemon trees. I know, but definitely April twenty eighth. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hot mess, but it's a cold mess. But um it's 70 some here. It was it was nice. I did some cleaning, have the door open. The pups were running in and out. Glorious day. Someone didn't measure. <clears throat> mm -hmm. 
It doesn't fit through the door. But you're leaving out the best part. Those doors will pop off. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, heck yeah, it's in the dining room. It's fine. I mean, I did do deep clean anyway. Cleaned up all the pet's hairs. Yeah, that's fine. Birds feathers. Mm. All right, y'all. Let's get to our meats and potatoes of this evening's entertainment. Okay, I'll be the meats. That sounds highly inappropriate, and I'm terribly sorry. But at least I'm going to beef O'Brady you here in a minute. Keep it up. Nothing but love, nothing but love. No, 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 no. Platonic love. Yeah, hearts. Hearts. Heart. Shit. I'm not good at it. I... These? These? Oh, not my flippers? Anyway, all right, so as we, the title of today's podcast is A Jail and a River. Now, I, just for a little refresher, I'm going to talk about, um, like, hauntings, ghosts, paranormal activity, things that go bump in the night. And, and Brooke, yes, mm-hmm. And I've also, I've learned something interesting in all my years of being into ghosts and the paranormal and all the stories involved. And I think one takeaway from my research is not to take everything that they say at face value. All the TV shows, the companies that make money from paranormal tours and everything is sometimes they don't do all of their research which mm -hmm. All right. 
Yeah, I, I was actually very disappointed by the end of this. To be honest, it's okay. I know. And, well, let's go into this. How about that? I'll give you a little bit of the history. So in the intro episode, um, I said, you know, we we're going to discuss the old St. John's County Jail, which is also known as the Authentic Old Jail or the St. Augustine Jail. And it's located at 167 San Marco Avenue in St. Augustine, Florida. And it's on, on one of the National Register of Historic Places. Super cool. Um, so the jail was built in about, ooh, I want to say around 1891 or so. Um, it was, you know, obviously built by... <laughs> It was financed by a guy named Henry Flagler, right? So he struck a deal with the county. So um, see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not very well prepared. St. John's County in Florida. So he struck a deal with the county for ten thousand dollars because the former jail building that stood on the land that he needed for construction of a hotel, and that was the Ponce de Leon Hotel. Yes, so this jail went from the late 1800s through approximately eight, uh, 1953, and then it was sold, and it started operating as a roadside tourist attraction, which is actually quite disappointing. That this That is where my disappointment comes in with this, so yeah. Um, so the jail was originally, you know, meant to house about 72 prisoners and it was a two story building. Um, well, the two story Northern wing of the jail was the general population as well as the maximum security area. There was a woman's section as well as a lower level kitchen. <clears throat> So the maximum security, of course, housed the most dangerous prisoners, and it also included a death row cell. Um, a total of eight men were hung from the gallows on the jail compound throughout its history. So the overall conditions were absolutely horrific. Um, so if we compare it to like what normal modern standards of jails and prisons are these prisoners were basically free labor so they would work on the farms in the area for no money they wouldn't make a single dime um rarely were there any baths so they couldn't bathe there were no blankets or pillows provided and the mattresses were stuffed with Spanish moss. So for those of you that don't know, um, it's kind of like this woody, fibrous type of material that like a lot of like art dealers and stuff like that will use to package um, their delicate items. Um, but the beds were also infested with red bugs. 
so they get bit up and it was just horrific the toilets were only a bucket so there's one bucket per cell the diet was poor and was typically supplemented by any animals that the prisoners might catch while they worked out in the field. So rabbits, squirrels, you know, rats, skunks, like you name, quote unquote, vermin is what these poor people would have to eat. Um, fires, they would just build like small fires or they'd have to eat it raw. Um, so seg... Florida's the deep south, like deep, deep, as south as you can get, right? So segregation by race, it was steadfastly adhered to. Um, so there was horrific instances of, you know, racial, you know, injustices. There would be, you know, beatings, stabbings, you know, what you typically consider at jails. Um, disease, violence, and death were commonplace. People would just die, you know, from being sick. The only time a doctor would ever go to the jail was when there was a hanging. So a doctor from 1890s until 1953 only visited the jail eight times. So there was a two, there's also a two-story southern wing of the jail that consists of an office for the sheriff as well as living quarters for his family. So it was common. It was common. The women that lived there or that were prisoners would take care of the household for the, the sheriff and his family. Yeah. Yeah, free labor. So yes, they were they were slaves. So one part of you know the St. Augustine jail is called um, Old Jail Museum. And it consists of a restored jail cell with the sheriff's living quarters. Um, it also contains a display of weaponry and a pictorial history of the hangings carried out at the old jail with an emphasis on the time when a sheriff named Sheriff C.J. Perry was in residence with his family. So, um, you know, in my research, it said that there were over 72 male and 12 female prisoners were housed at this jail. So a total of at least 84 people. Um, men would be beaten while they worked or just in general. Um, while the females were oftentimes raped and sold as sex workers by the jailers. Yeah. So this was all under the umbrella of them, you know, supposed to be cooks and maids and everything else for the male prisoners as well as the sheriff's family. But as conditions worsened at the jail, they were being sold for, you know, for sex. Like, it's just crazy that this was, this was okay to me. Um, one of the worst things is a woman did not even have to commit a crime for her to end up at the jail. If they didn't have families that could speak up for them, so speak on their behalf, 
um, which would typically be a male. So if they didn't have a male family member, if they were poor, if they were unmarried, if they had a mental disorder, if they were even pretty to look at, if they're pleasing to the eye, they would be arrested and put into the jail. Six women would share one cell, which was crazy. Think about that. Six women with one bucket to do their business in. Like, what the heck? Like, and we live in a home with multiple bathrooms. We would be appalled if we had to share six of us sharing one bathroom. Heck no. No. Oh, probably. So women, like I said, women were kept one, uh, six to, to a cell, but men were kept four. Four men per cell for the men. Really? One more injustice. <laughs> Plumbing was installed in the men's cells in 1914. Guess when women had plumbing in theirs. Never. Women went without any sort of plumbing until the prison closed in 1953. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the heck? We've, we've got more stuff going on than a man does. No offense, men. But it's true. So um, the men were lent out to work in the fields, given improper equipment. Most didn't even have shoes. They were shackled together and put into small cages and shuffled around the county to be used as labor. Not paid, not fed, not clothed properly. Most of the inmates would only last a couple of years from this type of work, and they would die from infections. So diseases like cholera, tuberculosis, the flu, would run amok throughout the prison. And like I said, the only time a doctor would ever visit, hanging day, to declare them deceased. It's crazy. But, uh... That being said, you know, the whole reason why I'm discussing this, let's be honest, the ghosts. Yes, so let's get to some reports of what's going on here. There are reports of dogs barking in the middle of the night, apparitions crossing through the main doors, and then disappearing. It's lots of banging, um, orbs, which... Uh, I have my own feelings about what a quote-unquote orb is. I don't, I don't think an orb is really anything. I think it's too easy to debunk an orb. Um, people will also say that they feel their um, ankles being grabbed. Apparently, there's been reports of people with scratches on their back, which I don't, I don't know. 
I'd be pissed if that happened to me. Um, another thing <laughs> is whaling. I mean, it's a jail, of course, right? I think, I think, of course, it'd be whaling with, with everything that was going on there. Oh, oh, the sound of COVID 2020. Okay, this is like, right? And that's just a woman crying because she's in with six other women has to use the bathroom. That's all it is. Okay. Oh, so it's the men that are screaming because the women synced up. Ah, let us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the creepiest things, and this one's notorious, like every ghost show, including my favorite one that I love to yell at, we're just going to go, we're just douchebaggins. Yeah. 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 So all these shows, not including that one, um, the notorious figure that is said to be there is called the crawler so that's a figure that is said to crawl across the floor of the main cell block and will follow people that's a nope ghost nope no um many people have also seen a large shadowy figure that is believed to be the the spirit of Sheriff Perry. So um, apparently he was six foot five and weighed 300 pounds. I would freak the F out if I'm going along, minding my own business, and I see a six foot five, 300 pound ghost just chilling there. Because he's got to keep order of the dead people. Duh. So there's apparently a solitary cell that is the most haunted. And when there are nighttime ghost tours, they will, they will freaking lock you in this room, this solitary room and turn out the lights for you to experience what the prisoners went through. Are you freaking kidding me? That is so insulting to me. Like what you get five minutes alone in the dark, they would spend months probably in this jail it, yeah I have strong feelings can you tell <sighs> right right I mean it's nuts so okay this is where I'm going to let everyone know that this is where I, I have an issue. Um, not that I didn't have an issue to begin with. So a lot of my research came from, that's called xbulletin.com. I also used Wikipedia, um, a website called oldcity.ghost.com. 
um, ghostsandgravestone.com, as well as newspapers.com. So the company that owns ghostsandgravestone.com owns this and multiple other quote-unquote haunted locations, and they do their own ghost tours, which is great. I am 100% behind preserving these old buildings, giving the history and the detail of what happened there, um, and making money from it. You know, you do you. You make your money. You you got to do what you got to do. However, on their website, it talks about a couple of the most notorious prisoners that were there at the jail that were also hung. Hung? Hanged? Whatever. How are you doing? One of them, both of these men that I'm speaking about are African-American. Um, and, and it's really sad what happened to these people. So Andrew Sam Jackson. So according to the website, you know, the business website of, um, what did I say they were? Ghostsandgravestone.com. Um, Andrew Sim Jackson was hanged in 1908 after he had murdered his wife, Alice Jackson, with a straight razor. So I wanted to get more information. I was trying to see if there were more people that the newspapers talked about, of people that were hung. And there really aren't because we don't talk about that. You know, we don't really discuss the bad people in these situations that do the bad thing. Um, but he met his gruesome end, not in 1908, but on February 9th, 1906. Um, so two years before, you know, this business, that owns this jail set. Um, he did kill his wife with a straight razor after threatening to do so for years. He, he told her mom that he was going to do it. Um, another one is um, Charlie Powell. He was hanged in 1910 after he was accused of killing a man for spreading rumors about his wife. Um, that part is true. So he did kill a man that was spreading rumors about his wife. However, he was working in a, I want to say a turpentine camp. Um, so they would use pine and pine needles and stuff like that to create turpentine. I could be wrong. It could be something else. Um, anyway, so he did kill this guy, uh, but he was hung February 28th of 1908, two years before, you know, it was stated on this website. And that's just a lack of information is what got me, you know, like you kind of get it. You kind of understand it. I mean, Sam Jackson just about decapitated his wife. And 
it's just with the, you know with that straight razor and unless we are willing to put our 100% belief aside on a lot of these haunted locations and actually do the research ourselves to be like hey is this really what happened is this really true you know that's kind of what is making me doubt some of what I've seen on TV. And I think it's a learning lesson as well, just in life, like not to take everything that we're told a hundred percent and to make sure that we are doing our own research. But that's not to say that I'm not dragging you all down there with me. Like Brooke, you're going. Yeah. I mean, just to do it because if, if for nothing else, you know, I mean, to see a location where a guy wanted to build a hotel and it made an agreement with the city to build a jail just so he could have the land. That sounds pretty sweet to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the music between, you know, 1908 and 1910 is so different. I mean, there was just so much going on in those two years between each one. And it's just, yeah, it, it took me a little bit of research to do it, but it was fascinating. And I think if you're going to run your business, you know, you should have your facts. You should, you know, so that way you don't have someone like me going, no, that's not right. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, and some of these were freaking horrific. On one of these, a doctor, the doctor that came out to verify the death. Um, the prisoner victim I don't know what to call them the condemned I guess this probably would be an apt word he didn't die right away he basically strangled to death and a doctor was there saying squeeze my hand can you feel that can you squeeze my hand and was like taking notes on how long it took him to die and then sent it to our neurological institute for study. It's like, what the heck? Like, just some of it. And that was in the newspaper. That was on newspapers.com. They were talking about it. But, you know, I dug and dug. I couldn't find anything about women, you know, being put to death. I couldn't find mm -hmm. Yeah. There was no talk about how many people, like, truly died in the jail. None of that. You know, I could only find 
you know, Andrew Jackson and Charlie Powell about, you know, them being put to death. I couldn't find anything else about anyone else. So I don't know. Maybe my search parameters weren't right, but it's just, it now makes me question it a lot. So rather than jumping in with both feet into my belief, it makes me question my own belief, which is sad because I personally have, I mean, yeah, we, we did hit that thing on the road. I'm just saying. We did hit that thing on the road. So, all right. Enough about me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do feel some feelings about um, the jail. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, I feel them. What do you got there for me, friend? Who are we discussing? I know it's a ripper of some variety. Who? Okay. Oh. Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, He didn't crawl correctly. What do they say it takes seven times on average for an abused victim to leave? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they were, they were. Okay. Okay. Oof. Was it dishonorable? Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Good. 
Whoa. What? <laughs> what? So, okay. All right, let me get this straight. And probably blew out the ear, yeah. So, let me get this straight, though. So, this man, he was in the military. The father was in the military. He was in Korean War. He was a cop in Louisiana. He was a child abuser, spout, wife abuser, Lord knows what else he did. You know, that isn't even documented. But his progeny, who sounds very much like his father, shot him in the head and blew off his ear. Anger. Like, that's a spiteful man to live. <laughs> Carry on. I do apologize. That is just... Okay. Um, I would, I would too. Uh, but it wasn't though. Attempted patricide. What part of Florida did they say? Yeah, Florida. Oh. Oh God. He had sex with her body. He raped her body. Like you can't even call that sex at all. That's just wait, what what ha oh, so he was never charged for that first one? The very first murder? But he only killed her, right? The, the the mom of the son or the entire family? Oh. So he killed all three. And then escalated. After trying to kill his father, he escalated to the two college students. That is a drastic move. They don't know what he did in between, though. Were those the same years? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Three months. Oh. 
Wasn't there like something similar on that episode of Criminal Minds? That's crazy. So his ritual. Hmm. I would be too. Yeah. No, that's scary. Yeah. Mm hmm Four months. This guy is mind boggling. Just. He went from 100 to. But it's. Like though he was 
Right? It, but it's just like, he killed, he was a family annihilator. And then, like, I mean, that is just extreme. But then, like, two, wait, three of the victims, it was just savagery. Just what he did to them. And then the last two, it was like he couldn't complete his ritual. But they got t caught because of freaking robbing a Winn-Dixie. Like. What a dumbass. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because if you, like, carve out the father and the nephew and what he did, just the way he left the female, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and, and to be, yeah, I was just going to say, like, DNA in the 90s was just in its infancy. Mm Okay. So the multiple personality thing. Wow.
Why? Oh, so they put a crazy man with an obvious mental issue to death. Yeah, I know. I know. But isn't Gemini just a twin? Isn't Gemini the twins? Like, astrological? So he was had a good twin and a bad twin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, death penalty in this country is a hotly debated topic as well. And he was put to death in Florida. Did uh, Louisiana ever get a piece of him or did they just let Florida have it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. At least half a dozen times. And like I said, you know, criminal minds. Um, I think there's even a mind of a serial killer episode on one of the streaming things where it's based on, it discusses him. I just, that is great. Like, 
he had such a short life. Like his his serial killer quote unquote life, right? Was so small. Thank God. I'm I'm not saying great, right? But like for it to live on for so long. It's just so crazy. Uh -huh. Eighties? Oh, nineties. So he was already. Yeah, I mean, he was thirties. Okay, there has to have been something earlier. Because most serial killers aren't that late on their crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then by the serial killer aspect, he just escalated, just, that is a hell of an escalation. That's just crazy. Like, that's just, who, who goes from armed robberies, okay, to rape, to murder, rape and murder, a family annihilator like that. Like, that's just, yeah, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. How many were dead? You know, how many were murdered that they never caught the murderer because he was forming his ritual or creating his ritual? Yeah. Wow. So there could be more that he's done that we just, we will never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I will never judge a woman for doing what she has to do to survive. I won't. And I can't. But it's just, you know, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's all around sad. Because, you know what, unless we can, like, constantly, you know, give the names of the victim, we're going to forget. And we're just going to really remember the ones that did it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Were they like who were they? We know what a piece of crap he is, like, you know, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, you said he was what? He was like in the military using acid, right? Or LSD? Yeah, that's not exactly a gentle, a gentle one. Um, that, that's crazy. So I, I will say that, um, this is, off topic a little bit from Florida, but today's the 13th anniversary of the uh, West Mesa murders that took place in Albuquerque, New Mexico, when they found the remains of um, the 11 women and the fetus. So, you know, um, I know we, you know, I just had a rant about... Um, we never, yes, yes. And um, if you don't mind, can I, can I say their names real quick? I mean, this is their anniversary. Yeah. So um, just in case people don't know, um, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, back in 2009, um, the remains of 11 women and girls, including um, a fetus, were discovered in the West Mesa area of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Huge. <laughs> yes, yes. So there were plans to turn it into housing. Um, so it was, you know, a multi-million dollar housing project going in um now it is called i want to say that it's called like women's memorial park um the land was donated you know for the memorial of yeah mm-hmm Yes. Yep. And her dog was a hero. Uh, I think he died a year or two ago. But so um, I'm just going to take a moment and um, 
So these women and girls had disappeared in 2000, between 2001 and 2005. So they were out there between four and eight years. And their family had no closure, no idea what happened. A lot of these women um, were Hispanic or indigenous, you know, Native American women, um, which is a crime in and of itself because, you know, Native American women, indigenous women have some of the highest rates of murders in our country. I think even around the world. I could be wrong. Um, but their names are Jamie Barilla. She was 15. Monica Candelaria, 22. Victoria Chavez, 26. Virginia Cloven, 24. Solania Edwards, 15. Cinnamon Elks, 32. Doreen Marquez, 24. Julie Nieto, 24. Veronica Romero, 28. Evelyn Salazar, 27. And Michelle Valdez, 22. So, um, Solania Edwards, who was 15, was the only African American woman. She was a runaway from Lawton, Oklahoma, and she was the only victim from out of state. And Michelle Valdez, who was 22, was four months pregnant at the time of her death. So, um, you know, I don't, they still don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. That is that is how they found the last victim was satellite photos from uh Google? I think it was Google. No. Yeah. I saw that episode too. But yeah, no, that area, the I, oh no, I think it was Criminal Minds, the I-40, Trucker, Edgewood, New Mexico one, it wasn't filmed in Edgewood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was so mad, though. So mad. Come on. You know, New Mexico. But there, but I did too. I, I did fully believe because, you know, that area is right near the I-24, I-24, dear God, the I-40 corridor, you know, the interstate, um, close to the 25, which is, you know, the north-south route as well. So, yeah, definitely. But then they were also saying it was the toy box killer. So, you know, uh, I think that's been kind of disproven, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm 
yeah, that's, we're not done. I'm... Oh, yeah. Over four years? Well, I mean, the most similar one that I can think of is the one that is it New York, New Jersey, along that river area um, where they found all those bodies. I can't think of it right now. No, 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 no. Well, it's new. Well, no, I was saying, you know, there, it, the West Mesa one sounds like another one that that occurred in, I think it was New Jersey, where I don't like a jogger stumbled across all these bodies, these women's bodies. I could be wrong, but yeah, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know we're, you know, primarily focused on, um, you know, Florida, but, you know, that was such a huge, the West Mesa killings were such a big deal, you know, where we lived. And New Mexico's so rural, I guess. It's not that populated at all. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a scary drive at night. Um, yeah, it's just not very many people, not very many cars. It's like every freaking horror more movie you've ever seen. It's just, no. Mm -hmm. Or if you get cell, cell reception. Heck no. Yeah. Sweet man. Mm hmm He was great. The guy that came out and just changed that one tire was great. That's rinky dink tire shop and I don't even know. I think it's over the B. Yeah. Awesome people. So I will say, you know, Texas has a lot of lovely people, a lot of wonderful people. I never, ever 
want to go to that in and out in Dallas ever again. Look, I felt like I was at a Walmart in downtown LA. I just wanted to get my shit and get out. Like, that's it. I just, I just wanted my in and out. I just wanted my freaking in and out. It was the last in and out until it was the last in and out. <sighs> We should have just stopped there. Man. Sorry, the kid, the kid came in to say goodnight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. I got to be up. I got finish my arm because, you know, that loser, whatever he was, tattoo artist, you know, that went batshit crazy. I can't exactly call him up. Be like, I need to come out and get my arm finished. Yeah, because it's snowing, man. No, fuck that. All right, y'all. We've been babbling and rambling and, um... You know, thank you for allowing me to um, remember, yeah, share my woo-woo, remember, you know, the West Mesa victims. Um, your story, though, yep, now I know what I'm against. Um, yeah, I'll bring it next week. No worries. I got you. It's all. Oh, sweetie, it's always a competition. But now. Oh, we'll see. That'll be on like Donkey Kong. And we need to sign you up for Hinge. I only got one. Oh, yeah, there's that other one. I think he was drunk. He was, no, it was the one and he was drunk. He wanted to get together on a Sunday. And I was like, let's just text and see how it goes. Nothing. Crickets. If I had a cricket button here, I would play it. But yeah, crickets. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See how smart they are? Oh, yes. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, no. And your intellect. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And don't bring their mother into it. Don't bring their Yes. Yes. So um yeah, 50-50 on that one, I think, for you. If someone comes up with it, I mean, you've heard it here first. Someone comes up with that. You know, money needs to go to Brooke. Heck yes. Absolutely. What? Oh, yeah. Pull them out a little bit. Twelve oh eight, February third, twenty twenty two. Half your money belongs to Brooke. Yes. All right, my friends, my family. Thank you for listening. Hi. Hey. Thank you. For Thank you for listening. First episode. First episode, not too bad, but now, um, yeah, boo, it's on. Bye.